Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Nick Finzer. I'm here today with Alan Blanchard, and we are going to share you 10 new tracks from the world of jazz and beyond uh, for our December This Is Jazz Today playlist, which of course features releases from November. Uh, I was just releasing it in December, not to be confused with the upcoming annual favorite playlist for Alan, our holiday jazz playlist coming at you very shortly. But uh, today we got 10 new tracks, mostly piano, according to Alan, was with the note that I got right before we went live here. And uh, so we're excited. Thanks for putting this together, Alan. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just mostly piano. Um, well, I mean, I say that and only one of his albums, I think accounts for this, but like everyone's doing things remotely. Right. And if you're a pianist, you probably have a piano, you know? Well, yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's it's like, because uh, definitely one of these albums at the very least, uh, actually, I think two of them were done since COVID kind of started and mm-hmm. are released. So I think that's, you know, I think it's it might be a little bit easier to just isolate and record solo piano at home than... A big band? and Yeah, a big band or quintet or anything, you know? Yes. As someone who has tried and failed a couple of projects or realized how much work it was and only got halfway and stopped, uh, I will say that it's definitely a lot of work. So I can attest. But at least you tried. I did try. I succeeded in some ways and failed in others. So what are you going to do? But we got some great music to hear today and to talk about. So let's just jump right into it. And of course, we have a great pianist who's, I was going to say he's a young pianist, but I think we're like the same age. So I I don't know (laughs) or not, but uh, used to live right across the street from me. Uh, But uh, that's the pianist Emmett Cohen. And he's got a new, is this an album or a single? So this is a single for the album that's coming out uh, end of January next year. Um, I'm really excited for it. I mean, the the single's incredible. I picked uh, Reflections at Dusk that's out. It's definitely a little bit more um, somber, if you will, to kind of go along with the song title. Sure. Uh, But the band is Emmett Cohen and Russell Hall and Kyle Poole, which like I think we all kind of expected. Like That's who he's playing with a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the horns in front are Marquise Hill and Melissa Aldana. And so, I don't know. I mean, I like Marquise Hill. And I'm, I'm basically sold at that point, you know? And, <laughs> trumpet. But it's, the trumpet it's player cool. sells it for you, huh? Yeah. And I mean, this is, this is very much, I think, like right up Marquise's um, thing and, and Melissa's too, to an extent. Like, it's really like dark and like, haunting almost like it's just a very somber tune um which is cool you know nice change of pace i think some people always have this notion of of jazz being you know more up tempo or whatnot like no let's let's make it really dark and dark i don't know it's (laughs) but it's it's a good song it's a good song it's a good song to reflect on some might even say you know yeah sure reflections at dusk from future stride um with man it's got a pretty epic cover photo not cover photo album cover uh i want to know where you got that uh, white piano emmett so when you hear this of course you let us know where you got the white piano and uh it's in a warehouse it looks like too yeah there's a lot of production value that went into that that photo shoot what do you think we i could do with trombone to like mimic that level of production 
I don't know if there's anything. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You could like let bubbles come out of the, uh, the bell a little fire. bit. Bubbles? I feel like one of those things could not damage a trombone and the other one might. Yeah, the fire definitely is safe. Yeah, right, 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 100%. I think there's a video on YouTube of somebody doing that, to be honest. I don't, I, I just wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, this is not a recommendation for blowing fire out of your <laughs> instrument. But it is a recommendation to have a well thought out album cover so that uh, some people who make po- a podcast about it will have something to talk about when they look at it. But no, for, for real though, it's, uh, it's always good to have really good and interesting um, cover photos. But we're excited to hear this album when it comes out end of January. I'm guessing end of January. Yeah. Uh, of 2021 that's emmett cohen and his group with melissa aldana marquise hill kyle Poole, russell hall and uh, many of these characters also appear on this next album or so i would guess i will venture out on a limb and say that some of them appear on this next album we were having a hard time getting credits for this new single uh so tell us about this one uh yeah so next song is a single um from veronica swift uh, of her album that's going to be coming out mid March of 2021. It's we're already looking at 2021. Uh, oh my gosh! And this is from this album is going to be called This Bitter Earth. Uh, this song is called Prisoner of Love. Um, so it's cool. She they they kind of talk about that like the album is going to be covering a lot of uh, different topics and, and, and like almost in the form of like a song cycle, if you will. Like she has a song that that kind of addresses like sexism issues or like domestic abuse and then like environmental issues and some with like fake news and, and, and everything. So it's interesting. I've always really attributed her to, to being a, um, like a phenomenal vocalist of course, and like, like jazz in her style, but there's also a lot of like almost musical theater or like classic, like American musicals that like, I think inform the way that she sings, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. and so I don't know. I'm I'm a fan of it. You know, great voice. She's done obviously. I mean, tons of projects and and sung with people from Winton to Chris Bodie and uh, Michael F- uh, Feinstein or Feinstein. You know, it's, there's a lot going on. So it'll be a, a great album. I'm sure to come out uh, spring of next year. Indeed, indeed. Um, yeah, I guess I don't have anything to add. I thought I had something smart to say, but I'll just keep my mouth shut this month, I think. Uh, um, and man, so this must be this next one, these next two must be some kind of re-releases or our 2020 trend of finding hidden, hidden, lost tapes. Yeah, I don't know. So this next one is called Lullabies and it's by Dave Brubeck. And supposedly this is his like final album um, that never came out. And it's all uh, solo piano. And it's just uh, supposedly it was an album that he claimed or or someone claimed, I guess, that he wrote for like his grandchildren um, because they're all... I mean lullabies you mm-hmm. know they're, but they're played with Dave Brubeck's uh, style you know short stuff under four minutes I think with everything and it's, it's it's all takes on stuff that you might know from Danny Boy to 
um, summertime to the Brahms lullaby to when it's sleepy time down south over the rainbow, you know, everything. And so it's just um, a cool take on like a lot of familiar melodies. I think people know some that you might be able to know very exactly. Some you might be like, that's very familiar, but I don't know from where. Um, And it's all leading up, you know, I guess to this, uh, the Brubeck Editions label um, that that's coming out kind of to celebrate his uh, centennial or centenary, centennial, centenary. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think it was last year though, last December. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be cool, you know. Yeah. So this is a single, or the album is out now. This is a whole album. Yeah, yeah, like fifteen tracks. Um, and it's just it's it's little lullabies, you know. Mm-hmm solo piano it's a chill this month is like a chill like it feels like a chill playlist already we'll get there <laughs> oh i see okay all right yeah, yeah 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 and then another lost tape from mingus is that what i see here yeah i mean it's i feel like it's a little weird to say that this month was a chill playlist and now here we are with charles mingus so i was wrong <laughs> um yeah this is kind of like a a, a lost refurbished remaster i don't know the tracks from two concerts uh that he did in europe in 1964 and 75 um and he just talks about in you know in 64 it was like very unsuspecting if you will the audience uh so it's very different to go from like the 64 to the 75 on here and knowing like where they they uh lineup because as i'm sure people know that listen uh charles mingus can be a little bit more um of an acquired taste sure than something that you listen to uh casually so i mean some of the tracks are very uh mingus-esque you know and then others are are not so that he has fable of fabas on here and i hope so eric you know, his version of Sophisticated Ladies. Cherokee is a little wild and out there. Uh, it just is, you know. But it's cool because there's like also two different versions of Fables of Fabus and and all of these things. So, you know. This is hit. Yeah, it's back to the same thing. What What is it? We, we like live albums here and here we go. We found all these live albums. I don't know. I think it's a cop out to just keep on putting out all this stuff. But it's like, you know all the movie houses doing the same thing. It's all rerun. It's not reruns, but sequels is what I mean. And like reboots and all this kind of stuff. I mean, how many versions of Spider-Man have we had now? Exactly. It's like everybody's, nobody wants to share something new. Come on, people get it together. That's what I think, but I'm probably in the, in the uh, minority there. I don't know. I mean, I hear you. It's, it's tough. As I get why the big labels are doing it, but as someone not a part of a big label, I call me petty. I don't know. <laughs> so that's two concerts from Charles Mingus. I think that first track we heard, Devil Blues, uh, was from the 75 concert based on the direct um, bass sound that we were hearing when when we started. There's the kind of that iconic <laughs> bass sound from like the late 70s to the early 90s. Um, but we'll leave that alone. So we're going to move on to the Yellow Jackets with, I think, the WDR Big Band. Yeah. Um, you know, an album that I guess came together because of Bob Mincer, kind of, you know, the piece in between. Uh, 
longtime member of the Yellow Jackets and also the conductor of the WDR band. Um, which I feel like they're like the WDR band is incredible, but they've just kind of started to get known to me as like a 25 member of like the best sidemen you've ever had. Cause they always like bring people out and feature them, you know? Right. Um, so it, it's cool. I mean, the yellow jackets have always been a, a, a group that I think like I always check out a little bit when they come on, you know, and some tracks stick more than others, but this is a, this is a really interesting take for me because it's not like, Oh, Hey, we're featuring, you know, Christian McBride or we're featuring a, a, a horn player in front of it, but like you're featuring a group in front of it too. So that's just really interesting. And, and, and the way that they're going through it and, and everything. So it's a really cool album. It's not necessarily straight ahead. It's definitely more like, uh, like funk inspired and everything. And I mean, if you know the Yellow Jackets, you, it's ex- what you'd expect. Just add a b- big band backing them somehow, you know? Right. Exactly. Have you ever seen them play? I have not. They used to come to the Rochester Festival a bunch of times. It's really interesting. Really interesting to see. Because the members seem to keep changing, except for uh, except for Bob Mincer. Bob Mincer. <laughs> Yeah, he's evidently been there for 30 years with the Yellow Jackets. Man, that's Jackets XL. That's a, nice, yeah. that's a funny album title. <laughs> but yeah, the WRDR band, they, you're right. I feel like they've been doing this guest artist series or whatever for a while. But it's cool. Which I mean, it's cool. Yeah, not against it at all. But like they've just become, you know, like there's all these people I think you think of that are like, oh, that's an incredible side man or, or this is an incredible side woman or something. And, and then like, now you're looking at this band of like 25 people and you're like, wow, what great side people, you know, like it's, it's just what they're getting good at. And I mean, they're, but they're ridiculous. They all can read music so well and just there's, they're good. How do you know they can read music so well? What, what, what I mean, I'm assuming that they're not rehearsing <laughs> for months on end, you know, well, like, they rehearse. That's their job to rehearse. Yeah. But they also have like, like their music is never, I mean, not to say like other people's music is easy per se, but I feel like the WDR band always has like stupidly technical parts and, and stuff, you know, sometimes where you listen to it and you're like, wow. Well, sure. Yeah. Uh, really great band. WDR big band based in Cologne, Germany. If you didn't know. So featuring the yellow jackets on jackets XL. That's an album. I believe that's out, right? The full album. Yes. Yeah. 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 All right. And we're moving to, I think this is a solo piano album by Mr. Fred Hirsch. It is is Fred Hirsch's uh, songs from home, uh, correctly titled because they were recorded as songs from home. Sure. Um, and wow. I mean, taking the brownie points for being the most productive during COVID-19, um, release an album. I don't know what else to say. I'm I'm completely amazed by the um, motivation, if you will, to to get to get stuff done and put out an entire project. And it has, um, I don't know, some songs that I was familiar with. You know, like after you've gone and whatnot, and and uh, solitude and and other things. But a lot of others that I had not known. You know, and it kind of he has a very um, it's almost like a like a jazz version of Chopin, if you will, when he plays, and it's it's you know you can put it on and it almost um, 
like it's not as something that I feel like I have to be as mindful to follow as if I listen to like Bill Evans, but he still is able to get, you know, enough away from the melody and, and, and fill in what gaps in between. It's just someone that, especially with his other album that we, we had in the playlist that came out recently, um, but like the duets project he was doing and, and everything. It's, it's just someone I've begun to uh, check out more. Great pianist would recommend. Definitely do it. <laughs> a great pianist would recommend. Yeah. Of course. Good guy. Yeah. Good guy. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I mean, for a while he was doing live streams, I think every week. I don't know. Maybe he still is of these mm. solo, solo pieces. So I'm sure it's connected in some way, but uh, always good to have nice solo piano music. This yeah, would be I mean, back more in this chill yeah, direction. Yeah. And there's a cover of the Beatles and a cover of Joni Mitchell. Like what, you know, come on. Um, which one is, uh, what the Beatles when I'm 64. Oh, it's the last one. I just didn't yeah. look down. And then Joni far. Mitchell's, uh, all I want. I see. Uh-huh. All right. Moving forward with a little Stella by starlight here from someone we recently also featured on the playlist. Yeah. You know, um, as much as I had, uh, talked up Eric Reed, uh, when he was on the playlist, I felt like I had to continue it. Sure. With, uh, Eric Reed is so good at piano and this <laughs> sticks with the um I don't know the theme I guess of chill music. I mean his uh he's just someone that I've very clearly associated with like this gospel um influence on piano and I think that goes back to like and we I think we talked about that like Wyclef Gordon and Eric Reed album or whatever that they put out and so it's cool. I mean, I picked this one because it's Stella by Starlight, and it's something that I think everyone can uh, relate to at least. And it's always interesting to hear like someone's new take on it. But he also has Come Sunday on here, um, and We Shall Overcome, like we had talked about. I think that was a single we we featured. Um, but you know, obvious uh, references to Thelonious with uh, some songs, or or the Waltz with two L's, or Bebop Phobia. You know, it's it's a fun, fun album. And I think people will really enjoy it. And I mean, a, a great band of Eric Reed and Chris Lewis, Alex Bonham, uh, Kevin Kaner and Henry Jackson. So um, yeah, I don't know what else. I mean, it's like a smoke sessions record. It's exactly what you think it's going to be. It's not going to disappoint you. There will be some things that wow you, but it's, it's just going to be a good album, you know, and, and it comes across just as that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a, uh... He's a beast. He's a beast. All right, and switching things up completely here, moving to a great, I think they're British group. Yeah, there you go. I think, see, I know some things. Uh, this is Go Go Penguin. And I'm guessing maybe this was done in isolation too? I don't know. It was. I guess this was there. Um, it was done right at the end of October, and it's like their... Um, album that they had like it's kind of like they did this album to follow up the promotion of their self-titled album that came out earlier this year and they're like well we can't go on tour because covid uh and so they did um uh, like a pre-taped performance at studio two in um in london uh i think on the abbey road studios and this is now the music from that so it's kind of interesting that it's like a live album that's from the studio, but, but it's also still a live album. And they're just a, 
you know, a trio that I've, I've really gotten interested in since that um, self-titled album we looked at and it, they're, they're definitely very modern, if you will. Like this will not be Eric Reed. Sure. Um, it is very modern, but it's, it's a good modern. It's not overbearing. It's not too much. It's just, it's a lot of ebb and flow that go throughout and everything. Yeah. And this is, this sounds to me a bit more acoustic. I mean, of course this is just one track, but uh, a lot of their stuff tends to have a lot of electronic elements too. Did you yeah. check the rest of it out? I haven't gotten through all of it, but I think it's like, I think it's mostly more acoustic, acoustic? if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. That's good to check out. Yeah. Those guys are doing a lot of stuff, getting a lot of attention. So, Hey, sure we'll rightfully so them. they're good. Yeah. <laughs> and now to another classic jazz track, but by different people, not the original artists, of it's course. It's very not. The, it does not sound like the classic jazz track. Um, with and I, I think it's technically Sean Martin's project. Mm. Um, but Sean Martin, Matthew Ramsey, and Mike Black Dynamite Mitchell. Um, oh, I don't know if I know a trio. And I don't know Matthew Ramsey or Mike Mitchell, but I know Sean Martin, and this sounds very much like Sean Martin. Sure of um their trio you know and they have some originals of it but then they take um some very modern takes on standards you know with naima and afro blue and kaleidoscope which i think is a cyrus chestnut tune um but it, it's really cool i mean it, it's a lot to there's put a lot on happening there there's, there's a lot jokes. happening it's like the polar opposite of like Robert Glasper, where I feel like there's not a lot happening at the time, but like it's very dense. Like stuff happens slower and moves on. And then with with Sean Martin, it's just like all there, all the same time. Um, and I mean, the guy's just a, a a freak of nature with some of the things that he hears, and it's it's so incredible. But a, a great album, I would you know throw in a track, listen to it. Might not be your thing, but I think it's really cool. And that's why it's here. So, well, that's why that's why we pay pay you the big bucks, Alan, to put the pay me the big bucks, (laughs) the big bucks. You know, that's why we're here. But that's cool. I haven't heard uh, the drummer. He reminds me of, um, in just that thirty seconds, we heard. Do you know uh, Terry and Gully? Yeah, yeah, he sounds so much like Terry and Gully. Reminds me of him. Um. All right, and we have got it to our last track here for this month, December 2020. Somehow we made it to the end of the, of the year. It's been quite um, a year. But this is, let's see, I, I've actually, I know it's Trio Grande, but who, I'm not sure whose band it really is. I have no idea. I'm not going to claim I know whose band it is. I mean, if we're just going in the order of what appears on the album art, Will Vincent, Glaude Hexelman, and Antonio Sanchez. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say, you know, like they all kind of bring something to the table. So it's a little hard to, uh, point out who it is, but man, they are, uh, they're good. They're good. (laughs) (laughs) It's another one of those. that's like definitely very modern. Um, I don't think it's too much at all, but like, I'm not going to say like, you definitely aren't going to describe them as swinging, you know, but it's, it's like more of like that modern straight eight feel and just so many different um, things happening at the same time. Cause like, you know, Will Vincent's playing sax and, and 
keys on some tracks but then like all the rhythmic stuff that antonio sanchez is doing combined with like the harmonic from someone like galad hexelman is just definitely a lot at times but they do away with just even three of them to like layer it to where it's doesn't feel um sparse or empty it, it feels mm-hmm. like a really really full band and full sound um and I mean, that's called being in a studio, but still they're <laughs> able to do uh, some awesome things. And it's a cool album. I mean, I've only listened to a track or two, mm-hmm. but I'm sure it's something that a lot of people are going to enjoy. And you know, Well, I think Galad can do a lot of that stuff um, with like, he's got like some kind of fancy pedal setup where he can kind of do like, it maps it, it maps certain notes to go down an octave so that they sound like bass, you know? I don't know. As a trumpet player, that's just not something I do a lot, you know, not often. Or ever. <laughs> ever, yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe you should. Maybe maybe that is what has been missing. The From pedal playing, octave yeah. games. Pedal, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, obviously great musicians on this one and uh, a pretty eclectic playlist. It kind of goes, gives us a wide a wide range here of, st- of, of stuff to check out. So as you can see and hear, the jazz community has not been asleep during this 2020 year. Lots of great music coming out. And if you go back through the playlist, you'll be able to check out uh, lots of music all the way back to, let's see, I think June of this year is as far back as we've got here. Um, And you can check out all the playlists or the podcasts that go along with the playlist each month. All that's on our website, outsideinmusic.com. We've got more music coming at you very soon. We'll have our annual holiday playlist update for you in the next couple of weeks. I hope everyone is staying safe, healthy, and sane during this crazy time. So another big thank you to Alan Blanchard for putting this together. Thanks to you for listening. And uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, there's been a couple of nice holiday uh, projects out on our label on Outside of Music, so you can check those out. Dan Pugach has a pretty epic single. Augie Haas, great trumpet player with an album, and Seth Weaver's band coming up with a single pretty soon uh, in December 2020. So we will catch you all very soon. Have a great one, and thanks for listening. <laughs>